0: Welcome to the Pulp Nostalgia and Old Time Radio Podcast. This week we have Cemetery, an episode of The Devil and Mr. O, written by, of course, Mr. O himself, Arch Obler. The Devil and Mr. O was a revival of Obler's Lights Out series from the Golden Age of Radio, using the same stories featured in the original run. The series aired via syndication at various times and dates across the country from 1970 to 1973. One of radio's most influential writers, Arch Obler also wrote for the pulps in the 1920s and 30s. His first pulp story was in the October 1927 issue of Breezy Stories, and he would write several stories in several different genres over the next decade. And his final original original story appeared in the May-June 1936 issue of Dr. Yen Sin, a short-lived villain pulp. That same year, he got his big break in radio when he took over Lights Out. You can learn more about Obler and other pulp writers in the *Beginner's Guide to Pulp Fiction*, Volume Two. It, along with Volume One, is available in print and ebook from Amazon and other outlets. You can also get a discounted price by buying direct from our site at Brickpicklemedia.com. That direct link is also in the show notes. This podcast is a Brickpickle Media production. For more from Brickpickle Media, visit Brickpicklemedia.com. There, you can find a link to all of our books in our entire online store. And remember, if you like the show, please leave feedback on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And with that, on with the show.
1: Lights out for the devil and Mr. O. than you think. Turn out your lights now. We bring you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly so that if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. This is Mr. O.R. Jobler. A writer gets his material, you know, where he can. What he sees, what he reads, what he thinks about, the people he meets. Well, today's story, Cemetery happened because a friend of mine was fired, or rather, as they like to say, let go, by a very kind corporation two years before my friend's company pension was due. Naturally, I got angry at that injustice, and I wrote Cemetery, which begins after a short interlude message or what have you.
2: Last year, C. Ventures introduced 16,000 inner-city children to Fresh Air, Learning, and fun in the form of Bear Mountain, Rye Beach, West Point, open-air concerts, swimming, snorkeling, boating, crabbing, and sailing. All of this was done through the use of a floating day campsite, the Bay Bell Steamship. This year, Sea Ventures won't happen without your help. Sea Ventures has been giving a matching grant by the Bureau of Children's Services to offer its program to 1,500 children per day. For 50 days at $2 per day per child. However, Sea Ventures still needs the funds to match this grant in order to carry out the program. Won't you please send your dollars to Sea Ventures, Post Office Box 711, Island Heights, New Jersey, 08732. That's Sea Ventures, Post Office Box 711, Island Heights, New Jersey, 08732 and give a kid some fresh air.
1: And now, if you haven't already done so, turn off your lights now and listen to Cemetery.
3: Daily Express. City editor, one moment. Daily Express... Want ad department, one moment, please.
1: There you are.
3: Daily Express. Sport department, whom do you wish to speak to? One moment, please. Daily Express. One moment, I'll connect you. Daily Express. Daily
4: Express. Good morning, Mr. Roberts. Good morning, Jim. Kind of late today, aren't you, Mr. Roberts? First time in 40 years.
5: Can't understand what happened to my alarm clock.
3: Well, maybe it wore out. Worn out.
5: Maybe that's right. Just worn
4: out. Hold up a minute, will you, Mr. Roberts? I want to talk to you. I- I'm, I'm late, Carter, but what can I... Add? It's about that money, Mr. Roberts. I was wondering if you'd wait to of save... Of course, Carter. my boy, of course. How is she? Oh, doing fine. Mr. Roberts, I want you to know how much Gene and I appreciate all what you... All right, all right. We're all human beings together,
5: aren't we? Some folks are. I'm late. Got to hurry. See you later.
4: Thanks again, Mr. Roberts.
5: Oh, oh, oh.
3: Sam. Sam Roberts.
5: Uh, Yes, Harry. Have you heard the news? No. So
3: late didn't even look at the paper. Why, it's only two minutes after. Two minutes after is two minutes late, Harry. Sam Roberts, you're the... Oh, well. Listen... Have you heard about Bridge? He's here. Eh? Bridge. Mr. Bridge, the new publisher. Oh,
5: him. Well, that's nice. He's taking things over.
3: Sam, you're not in the least bit interested in the fact that there's a new man on top, are you?
5: Well, I've been here so long, and many have
3: come and gone. But aren't you afraid of... Well, finish it, Harry. Afraid of what? Oh, forget it. That column of yours is all that matters, huh, Sam? Sam?
5: Well, I've been doing it quite a number of years. You know, just this morning I, I was thinking, thinking how fortunate a man I am. For forty years things have happened: wars, peace conferences, depressions,
3: and prosperity. And in all that Mr. time, Roberts? I... Mr. Roberts, someone paging us, saying. Hey, uh,
4: Mr. Roberts, you wanted upstairs right away.
3: Upstairs, Jim, me? He
4: said, "Come up right away." New boss, Mr. Bridge.
3: Mr. Bridge.
4: Yeah, right away. He's the boss.
3: That's not so good, Sam. Uh, what, what did you say? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. You'd better get up there. Sure, sure. Too bad I was late today. Maybe he's been waiting for me. Uh, take the sidestep, Sam. Get up there faster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thanks, Harry. Thanks. Good luck, Sam.
5: Luck? Why should I need luck? funny about that alarm clock. <sighs> yes? Oh, I, I've never seen... Oh, you're, you're new here, aren't, aren't you, miss?
6: I'm Miss Ronson, Mr. Bridge's new secretary. What is it, please?
5: I'm Sam Roberts. Call him on the editorial page.
6: Oh, yes. Mr. Bridge was expecting you. If you'll wait a moment. Uh, yes. Yes? Mr. Roberts is here, Mr. Bridge.
3: All right, send him in. In a hurry. Yes, sir.
6: Very well. You can go in now.
3: Yes,
5: so I heard.
6: All right, Roberts, come in.
5: Yes, sir.
6: Well, come in, come in.
5: Uh, Yes, sir. Sit there. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Bridge. Mm. Sit down. Uh, Thank you. Uh, You know, Mr. Bridge, I think you're going to like publishing the Daily Express. What I mean to say is, on this paper you'll find a group of men who work together who actually think that the newspaper is part of their lives,
6: who actually... Just a moment, Mr. Roberts. I'm a busy man.
5: I couldn't understand that. I didn't
6: ask you up here to hear about the esprit de corps of this organization. It's been my personal experience that the average man does what he's paid for. No more, no less.
5: Oh, now don't say that, Mr. Bridge. Now you take Charlie down at number one, Linotac. Why, there's a man Mr. Who... Roberts.
6: I'm, I'm sorry. I know you're busy, but I thought maybe you'd like to know... I've something. seen the balance sheet. And all I want to know about this publication? The Daily Express earned 23% less in the six months of this fiscal year than it did in a similar period in any year in its history. Well, I,
5: I don't know much about that. But after all, things haven't been going too well in any place. You can't blame the men.
6: The men of an organization make money. The men of an organization lose money. And I assure you, Mr. Roberts, that during the next six months, this newspaper will make money.
5: Well, that's fine.
6: I'm sure for... Will you will keep be... quiet? If
5: that's what you want.
6: Mr. Roberts... There comes a time in every man's life when he ceases to be an asset to the organization which hires him. Might as well be frank and tell you that that time has come in your career. What
5: what did you say, Mr.
6: Bridge? In plain English, what I said was that you're getting just a little too old for this organization. Old? In other words, I'm giving you two weeks' notice. Sorry, Mr. Roberts, but that's the way things are. Good day, sir. You, You mean fired? The cashier will have your check. Good day. What? But my column. I'm a busy man, Mr. Roberts. But my column. I'm replacing that tomorrow with a syndicated column. Big name Broadway stuff. That's what the public wants. Mr. Bridge, you don't understand.
3: Thousands of people,
6: they, they write me. For 40 years I've if been If you've been doing it for 40 years, that's long enough.
5: Good day, Mr. But Roberts. Mr.
6: Bridge, listen. Where,
5: where should I go? Ever since I was 16, this is my work. I, I don't know. Must where... I have you shown up, Mr. Roberts? No, no, no. I don't want to anger you, but, but my column. Forty years, I tell you. Will you... you it will... isn't the money. I, I'll work for nothing. If Yes, do... I'll work for nothing. Now look here, Robert. you Didn't think... you hear me, Mr. Bridge? Uh, for nothing. Just let me be here. Get out of here. No, no. Listen to me. Just a minute. More. I have no time. Get out. But my 40 years here, since I was a boy... You've been paid for every day. So then I don't want any more pay. Just let me stay. My work. A, a man can't live without his work. Get out. Get out. Miss Ronson. No, no, no. i, I I'll go. I'll go. But before I go, just another word.
6: Well, who wants me to go? The the managing editor or, or you? Certainly it's my doing. It's my money invested in the paper. It's my right to choose my employees. Let me stay. Oh, what are you going to do? Start playing hearts and flowers? Please. Once and for all, get out of here. This is a business institution. You've been paid for services rendered. Now get out of here and stop acting like a fool.
5: All right, Mr. Bridge. All right.
3: Bridge?
6: Go ahead with the rest of them. Get them up here one at a time.
3: Yes, Mr. Bridge.
6: Every man in the organization over 50, understand? Yes, Mr. Bridge. Do you want me to include. What? Miss Ronson. Miss Ronson, what's the matter? Answer me. Crazy little fool screaming like that. Answer me. All right, I'll come out there and see what's the matter. Look here, Miss Ronson. Didn't you hear me? What was the idea of. Miss Ronson, what's the matter with you? The window Look. Window. What about the window?
3: That that old man Mr Robert. Well he just jumped out.
1: We leave our the devil and Mr. O story of cemetery for a message. When you've
2: got a family to feed, there are ways to cut high food costs. And we'd like to tell you an economical, tasty way to serve top-quality meat dishes. Today's answer is high-protein. Ham. H-A-M. Krakus and Adalata imported Polish ham. When you buy Krakus or Atalanta Polish ham, there's no waste, no gristle or bone to throw away, and no water added. It's all lean, flavorful ham, down to the last tasty bit. You can even use the small amount of jellied broth to make soups more nourishing or to create delicious gravies. And warm weather is time for just plain relaxing. Feeding your family can be less work and entertaining will be more fun if you'll get the Polish ham habit. It's great for all outdoor or indoor dining, for snacks, picnics, and for every good food occasion. And Polish ham may just be the most economical answer to hotter cold meals your family and guests will love. It's the easiest food you can prepare, because Polish ham is fully cooked when you buy it. So if you wish, just zip open the tin, slice, serve,
1: and enjoy from end to end. And now back to our story of Cemetery. Cemetery.
4: sir why are you taking this road well i don't quite know what do you mean you don't
6: know what are you talking about well i mean it's a
4: it's a shortcut Hmm. here
6: now why didn't you say so in the first place sorry sir jenkins yes sir how soon do you think we'll get to Hartville?
4: about midnight sir
6: that wife of mine she thinks of the blameless times to jenkins jenkins what are we slowing up for
4: i i
6: don't know sir the engine well of all the infernal times and places jenkins what's the idea
4: ain't my idea stopping, sir. It's the, it's the engine. This is
6: no time for cleverness. You car like this stalling. I never heard of such a thing. Get it started quickly.
4: Yes, sir.
6: Well, well.
4: Something's wrong. Now, that's
6: brilliant. Get out, get out, you fool, and fix it.
4: Okay. What's that? I said yes, sir.
6: Oh, the rattled brain. Well, well, what are you doing out there? Trying to
4: find the trouble. Well, don't
6: try. find it. No, I better go out and see myself what. Well, well, have you located the trouble? No, sir. What do you mean, no, sir? Do you know your business or don't you?
4: Don't seem to be getting any spark. The distributors do something. And mean, why doesn't the, the engine go?
6: What do I pay you deal. for? To stand around lonely roads in the middle of the night holding guessing games? Doing my business. Don't you talk back to me. If this car started, you incompetent, good for nothing, or you're fired. Do you understand me?
4: Yeah? Okay.
6: Jenkins, where are you going?
4: Jenkins! Said I was fired, did you? Come back
6: here. Come back here at once.
4: Yeah, I'll come back. Long enough to tell you that if I could take about 20 years off you, I'll change your face plenty before walking out on you. Well, how dare you? You shove everybody else around. But you shove me around for the last time. I'm walking out on you, sourpuss. I'm walking out right now. now you. You can't
6: leave me here in the middle of nowhere.
4: Can not I? Well, I'm doing it. Now, Jenkins, you. So long, dictator. Have a nice walk. Oh, Jenkins.
6: <laughs> Jenkins, don't be a fool. Come back here. Jenkins, get this car started. Jenkins! Oh. All right. If you haven't heard the last of this, I'll fix you, you hoodlum. Leaving me like this, you'll regret it, Jenkins. Blasted dark. Thinks I'll walk my feet off, huh? Oh no, I won't. Get in the car. Hmm. Sit here until someone comes along. Infernal hoodlum.
5: I beg your pardon. But could I be of assistance? Well, where what I was walking alone. I saw you were stalled
6: here. Oh. Oh. Well, that's fine. Yes, you can help me. I'll pay you well, too. Will you? Certainly, certainly. You know about cars? I will drive Well, you. that's fine, but you'll have to get it started first. Something about the ignition. I don't know much about machinery, do you? If you will let me sit behind the steering certainly, wheel. Certainly, certainly, but fix the engine if first. If you will let me sit behind the steering wheel. But I tell you wheel. the engine... Oh, all right. You'll see for yourself the starter doesn't do any good. But... Start it. Yes. Colonel Jenkins, he stalled me here deliberately. We will go. He'll regret this night, believe you me. Yeah, nothing wrong with the car at all, was there? It runs well. Say, what's the idea of turning down this road? This isn't the way to... It's a short way. Huh?
5: A much shorter way. You mean to Hartville? I assure you, a much shorter way.
6: Oh, fine. <laughs> Pretty clever fellow. Hey, how would you like working as my chauffeur? I pay well, treat my help well. But not you hear me? I said, how would you like the job working for me? I'll start you out at... why do you keep your head turned? What? But... What? I turn the headlights off. Stop the car. The headlights are off. Stop the car. You can't drive in the dark. I know the road well. This is no dim out area. Someone might run into us. Stop the car. There is no time to wait. Yes, yes, I'll grant you I'm in a hurry. But if you think I'm going to jeopardize my life driving in the dark like this, you're crazy. Stop the car. Stop it. Well, it's more like it. No use jeopardizing my life. Well, come on, get out. You can fix the lights. Yes. Everything happening at once. Blasted automobile. Well, why stand there? Going to fix the lights? There will be light enough soon. Huh? What are you talking about? The moon. The moon? In a moment. The moonlight. Moonlight? Who cares about moonlight? Fix the lights and... What? You see. Cemetery. In the cemetery. We went where the road led. What's the meaning of this? Come. Come? Come where? What are you up to? Why did you bring me to this infernal graveyard? Follow me. Follow you? Where? Among the tombstones? This way. Are you crazy? Get me out of here quickly. You will follow me. What are you up to? Your face. I have seen you before. This blasted half-light. I do know you, don't I? Ask you once more. Come with me. No, no, no. No no violence. My, my money, it's in my inside pocket. Let me go, but no violence. With me. No, no, no. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I can't stand pain. I'll go with you. I'll go. This way. If you think there's any profit in kidnapping me, let me tell you you're mistaken. Here, take my wallet and show me the way out of here and we'll we'll forget about the whole thing. This way. No, 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 no. Don't make me walk too fast. I'm not used to walking. It isn't good for me to walk so fast. Now listen, man, you've got to tell me. Where are you taking me? Where is there to go in the cemetery? I, I don't like it, I tell you, I don't. If this is your idea of a joke, I tell you, I don't like it. The tombstones shining so white, they're like hands stuck up out of the ground. No, no, I won't go any further. I don't care what you do, I won't go any... The moonlight's gone. Fellow... Fellow, where are you? It's gotten so dark. Don't leave me here. Those infernal graves and tombstones. Answer me. Where are you? All right. I'm on my way up myself. So infernally dark, I can't see an inch in front of me. The door knob.
1: The door here. What?
6: Oh, What steps going down? I wonder what door. Let me out! Let me out of here! Let me out! Let me out, Let me out of here! I'm here. Huh? Where? Oh, I heard you. Are you down there?
5: I am here.
6: Tell me, is that the way out? The way out. Oh. Wait for me. Wait for me. so infernally dark. Just get me out of here. Get me back to my car. Any place but out of this infernal cemetery. I'll pay you well, anything you want. Oh. There you are. What is this place? Where am I? Well, don't stand there in the shadows. Talk up. Where am I? Look about you. Infernal candlelight. What can I see? You said this was the way out. Well, lead the way. Take up the candle. All right, all right. Look at the wall alongside of you.
5: Hold the candle high.
6: What is this place? You see... Coffins.
5: The mausoleum of the family of Bridge. Your family. No. Look closely. The brass plate on that one.
6: Jeremiah Bridge. Born 1802, died 1858. My grandfather... You never were here before, were you? Huh? Oh, uh, no, no, of course not. I. I can't stand funerals and such things. Why am I here now?
5: They lived their years, the men of the family called Bridge. They lived their years like robber barons. Hmm? And then they die, and here in darkness rots their bones. What are you talking about? Who are you? Why did you bring me here? I tried to rest yet found no rest as long as you were living. Who are you? As long as you
6: were living. Answer me, who are you? Take your arm away from your face and let me see... Roberts. Yes,
5: I tried to rest. But the thought of all the men, my friends, whose hearts you'd break as you broke mine, That thought kept tearing the dead bones of me until I thrust up out of the grave and came back for you. Robert, your face. My coffin was a poor one. Worms and maggots worked quickly. No. The dead are dead, they told me. Stay back. The dead can't walk, they told me. No closer. The dead can't talk, they told me. Stay back. And yet I walk. I talk. Back. When you took away my work, You took away my life. Back! All the years I lived, I was what they call a good man. Asking so little. A place to sleep. My work to do. No, 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 stop. I can't bear to look at you. When you took my work and with it my life, my goodness and kindness went too. In the grave, I learned the will to kill.
6: No, no, not me.
5: You hear me? Kill, And you, the one to be. No, 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 not me, not me, not me. You, you can't kill me. And here in the place where all of your breed lie rotting, no. this is the place for you.
6: No, stay back. I can't go any further the wall.
5: There's hate in me you, now. Hate that please. wants to tear the eyes that saw only property. From your oh, please, no, I beg Hate of you. Hate that wants to rip that fat, the no, no, no. tongue oh, from out your head. Please, not me. Hate <laughs> that wants to rip the skin from off no. your flesh.
6: No, stop. Dead can't kill the living. Hate
5: can kill in life
6: or uh, death. No, I'll get away from you. I will. I will. Ah. Dark again. Roberts, Roberts, where are you? I can't see. No. You're not in front of me. Then where... Hide. I'll hide till morning. What? Box. Empty coffin on the floor. He's hiding it. Climb in. Put the lid down. (laughs) Yes? Never get me in here. Ghosts can't move material things. Never get me. Wait until morning. Get away then. Never happened anyway. Hallucination. Man jumped out of the window. How could he live again?
3: Air. I think
6: air's getting bad. Open the lid and see if he's gone. Can't budge it. He's sitting on it. Roberts, holding it tight. Get off. Get off. The air. I'll
4: suffocate.
6: Get off!
3: Robert! Get off!
4: Uh, say, Miss Ranson. Yes? Uh, where's Mr. Bridge? Something's come up about the groove in the contract. He said he'd have the paper signed. Just
6: a minute. Mr. Bridge hasn't come in yet this morning. Morning?
4: Well, it's almost noon.
6: I know it is, but he isn't here. Had about a dozen appointments, but he just isn't here.
4: Perhaps you left it on his desk. You'd
6: better not disturb his paper. Oh, I won't, I won't. Miss Watson, come here, quick. What is it? What's the matter? Look, the proof
4: sheet for a night's paper. Where did it come from?
6: Why, I don't know. It, it wasn't there when I came in this morning. Look at it. Look at it. All
1: Look right. What it says. All right. Uh, scoop. J. Rogers Bridge publisher
3: of the Daily Express, committed suicide
6: last night in his family mausoleum in the Rosewood Cemetery. Oh, no. And look. Look at the signature. It's signed, Roberts. Roberts? But he's the old man who, who jumped out of the window. Wait. Look, the message. It's printed on... Oh, no. Printed on what? Tell me.
1: Piece of human skin. This is Mr. O.R. Jobler. Next time, we've got one of the most intriguing plays we've ever done. We know as the result of the pictures those brave astronauts have brought back that the moon has been powered and popped by meteors for many centuries. Well, if one of those meteors should fly through space, a meteor, a small one in relative terms of those that have hit the moon, say a mile in diameter should hit right on the Empire State Building nine million human beings would be gone. Well, that's all part of the play next week, and we'll discuss that further after your station talks to you. Dr. Campbell Moses, medical director of the American Heart Association, talks about a serious health problem in
3: America today.
0: Thousands of Americans die unnecessarily each year from heart attack because they don't know the symptoms and delay getting medical care. What are the symptoms?
5: They vary, but they often start with a squeezing pain in the center of the chest behind the breastbone, the pain radiating to the shoulder, arm, neck, or jaw. It's often accompanied by sweating and occasionally by nausea, vomiting, and shortness of breath. If this happens to you, don't delay. Call your doctor and carefully describe your symptoms. If you can't reach your doctor, get to a hospital emergency room as quickly as possible. Remember that frequently the symptoms of heart attack subside completely
1: and then recur. In heart attack, minutes count, so act promptly.
3: Helping you to feel better and live better longer is just one of the services of your heart association. Just one of the reasons you should give to your heart fund.
1: This is Mr. again. Yes, next week's play is titled Speed and it ties right in with that narrow ledge mankind sits on concept we were talking about. What if instead of moving at 3, 4 miles an hour, a man could move at 20, 30 times that rate? Supposing he could run 100 miles an hour, 200 miles an hour, 600 miles an hour. What would life be like for him and the people who came in contact with him? Intriguing? Well, that's happening next time.